If you attend classes for the Irish language, what kind of attendee are you? Um, are you more like John or are you more like Mary? We'll cover John and Mary. Welcome to the Bite Size Irish Podcast. This is Owen in Limerick in Ireland in Limnoch, having my cup of tea. And this is episode 91 of the Bite Size Irish Podcast. So I've been interested lately in the people who are so dedicated about their Irish language learning, so dedicated in digging into their Irish heritage, their love for the Irish culture and heritage, that they attend local classes. And some people, they're not even attending local classes, they're traveling to the classes. Now, personally, I don't encourage driving at all, and I don't encourage people to drive an hour to classes, but some people do. And at least that's a sign of real dedication, right? We, we have to do what we have to do. So John and Mary. So let's take John. He's just a fictional example of an attendee of Irish language classes locally. He's a bit lazy. The world is against him. Um, he's hard on himself and he's never going to learn. He's probably going to give up on his third class. <laughs> and Mary, she's a fictional character also. And she feels that she can do this. She feels like she's enjoying the journey. She's not hard on herself. And she's doing it for the love of it. She's open and sharing and uh, wants to help others around her. (laughs) So let's dig in a little bit more uh, into John and Mary. But even if you don't attend classes for the Irish language, maybe you can take something from this. So at the classes... Uh, do you feel like you're the last person in the class? And uh, John feels like he's the last person in the class. John is frustrated because there's uh, Jacinta on the, <laughs> the other side of the classroom and she has her verb conjugations worked out into tables and she can converse with the instructor or the teacher in the Irish language. And even before he walks into the classroom, he's thinking... I'm not good enough. I've been practicing for three weeks and I'm still not fluent at the Irish language. What is wrong with me? This is so difficult. But Mary, she's uh, sitting at the front of the class and she's she hasn't even thought about how good Jacinta is in class with her pronunciation and her verbs. Uh, Mary is there to enjoy the class, to enjoy the social connection, but also to dive into her curiosity of the Irish language. She doesn't actually care about how good John or Jacinta are in the class. She's probably curious. She wants to help them. If there's something they don't understand, Mary might ask a question, ask an open-ended question. But she'll never compare herself to the others in the class. And how about John? He feels like he paid $20 for this class and he's owed everything. The teacher isn't doing enough. They should be doing other things and covering more topics and it's not good enough. But Mary, she's asked herself, what can I do for my class? 
okay, she paid her $20 for this single class. Um, but what can she do? What can she bring to the class? Well, Mary's interested. She's finding things um, online, resources for learning the Irish language. She really loves bite-sized Irish, so she's told all her friends about it. <laughs> um, she's telling her friends about... Uh, certain shows that she's heard on Radio Nagwiltachta or TG Kehr, and she's maybe even printed out something that she found online. So Mary, she's not worried about the $20 she paid for her class. She knows she's paying $20, but she still asks herself, what can she do for the class, not what the teacher can do for her? And then, okay, that's at the classes, but what about between classes? Well, John doesn't do much. (laughs) John is so frustrated at learning the Irish language that he can't even bring himself to face the Irish language during the week between classes. Um, John, in the end, is a procrastinator and feels like himself he's lazy, but actually he's putting mental obstacles uh, in front of him. He's stopping himself from really diving into that calling that he has because it is a calling he's gone so far as to want to learn to speak the Irish language and I think he should take it grasp it with both hands and make it part of his everyday life (laughs) so that's John he doesn't do anything he does probably in his head say you know on Sunday I'll take out my Irish learning book and I'll (laughs) study Irish uh, for an hour But Sunday comes and goes and it never happens. But Mary, well, she doesn't really care. The Irish language is part of her identity and it's part of her everyday life. So right after breakfast, she throws on Radio Nagueltachta on her iPad. And even though she doesn't understand a word, maybe she catches August when the presenter is speaking. But apart from that, she can't tell what's going on in the news. She can't tell what I'm sure they have, what weather they have in Connemara. Um, but Mary doesn't care about that. Mary knows that uh, immersion is a way to fluency or at least being uh, better, having a better handle of the language. So John's not doing anything. Right after um, breakfast, John is opening up Facebook and he's reading about the latest political complaints about his friends. <laughs> but Mary doesn't really care about that. And Mary, with her radio Nagueltachta, she'll probably open up Memorize app, Duolingo app, take her bite-sized Irish lessons online, connect with others, ask questions, email her classmates, post something on Facebook in Irish, uh, do a bit of research where she'd like to visit in Ireland next year. So Mary is constantly uh, following her curiosity, whereas John wishes he followed his curiosity, but he never does. And then at home as well, Mary is doing whatever homework that the instructor or the teachers has asked her to do. John, on the other hand, is so busy reading his Facebook feed, by the way. He's so busy that he can't sit down for 10 minutes and try to work out the homework, even if he's not able to do the homework. Mary, on the other hand, she gives it a go. She's not able to answer everything, but at least she tried. Mary as well, she's um, attending an Irish immersion class. She's uh, uh, braved her, her courage. She's taken the courage to attend an Irish immersion weekend. 
Whereas John said, oh, I'll never be good enough for one of those immersion weekends. So there you go. That's John and Mary. Even if you don't um, attend the Irish language classes, I hope that you picked up something from this story of John and Mary. But if you do um, attend Irish language classes, I'd love if you shared this episode of the Bite Size Irish podcast with your friends, uh, your classmates. So if you email them a link to the podcast, it's www.bitesize.irish slash podcast and they can find episode 91 there well there you go and on we go to listener questions i love this part of the show so the first recording is from michael mcfadden he's a regular on the show and i really appreciate him recording his uh, comments he uses a bit of irish language in this which is fantastic okay away we go Ta ein kest a gumlat, fui put crelu hokta hokt. An will gra no fuith, igmunter na heren, do an bana you too. Fior no bregach. An tigantu? Agus, beme i blaklia, leshmo birchwak, i miul, o fiha do go fiha tri. An blian sha, lekunaje. Ta sulagum go meg. Seal my ogot. Slan. So what Michael asked was, do people in Ireland have a, a love or a hate for U2, the band? Um, from the podcast 88. I don't have the context for this, Michael. I have to say, I don't know what the discussion was on the podcast. You um, 2 are certainly massive I think they're well respected in Ireland and there's uh, certainly um, a certain cohort of people who do love their music. Uh, personally, um, I've tried to like their music because it's been like played on the radio so much, for example, over the course of my life. And I think I bought an album by them once, but I never really got into them. Um, probably the my favorite song I have of you two is Sunday Bloody Sunday, very interesting and motivational, really emotional song. Um, so there you go. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts, Michael, if you want to reply to me. But there you go. And Michael also said that he's visiting Dublin, Balia with his two sons. And so, Michael, I hope you enjoy the trip. Hope you make the most of it. And I'm sure you will. And on we go to a question from Anastasia. Uh, Owen. Um, hello, my name is Anastasia. And I really like to listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for your work. I love Irish language and it uh, makes it really, really accessible. So I had a question. Um, as language is a massive part of our identity, often even often even more than the place we are uh, living in, like because language is carrying so much things like history, background, stories, subtle things like jokes, some very specific meanings. And um, if you would learn a language, you would actually, I mean, as a foreigner, you would actually not really be able to carry it all the all this background, like all this identity which is hiding behind it. Um, so from this perspective, um, like if you learn Irish language as a foreigner, um, is it still considered that you are helping to keep Irish alive? Because, I mean, you still miss a lot of meanings behind the language. And of course, you, I think it's hard to learn it really like a native speaker. But that's my question. Like, 
does it really help that we learn Irish um, as a foreigners, even though we cannot really access all its depth? So thank you so much uh, for, <laughs> for your podcast again. And I wish you a nice day and be happy to hear your answer or thoughts about that. So uh, <laughs> thank you so much. What a fantastic question, Anastasia. And thanks for listening to the Bite Size Irish podcast. I would answer with an emphatic, absolutely, yes, you are making a difference. And, you know, I've asked that question to myself personally, because for me, ultimately, who do I want to help? To be honest, ultimately, what I'd like to see is the Irish language being used more often in social contexts in the Irish, in Ireland um, between normal communities. That's what I'd love to see. Um, that would be my dream. Now, I'm focused on helping people who are outside of Ireland learn the Irish language. So there's a bit of a tension there. There's a bit of discrepancy there. But I know that we live in a connected world. I know that whatever we do in this world uh, makes a bigger difference than we actually think might be the case so um, whatever you do in your life whatever you stand for in your life you following your curiosity has an effect on those around you it might feel like you don't have any power in this world any influence on the larger world and to an extent that's absolutely true like as a person on average we don't have that chance to influence the world around us but it's um i definitely think that we're so connected especially in the past few years it's different if you look at ireland like 200 years ago where you had an effect in your own village but outside of that what you did in your village just i can't see how that could trickle past outside of your village but today for example this podcast i'm recording right now anastasia it's helping uh, influence the thoughts uh, bluntly of the people who are listening to this podcast and i want to have a positive effect on people who are invested enough in the irish language to listen to this podcast and you can do the same i don't know what context you're in if you're attending classes or not but I know that you've got connections with people and you've got a way to broadcast your thoughts too. For example, if you use Facebook or Twitter, email your friends even. But face-to-face uh, -face is important too. Just to make the Irish your interest in the Irish culture and Irish language part of your identity and part of what you're trickling out to those people around you you're connecting to those people around you and you're pulling them towards you into your interests so i love this a fantastic question anastasia and i hope you've got more questions for the podcast in the future so if you're listening to this podcast and you want to ask me a question to be featured on this podcast it's super easy you go to www.bitesize.com dot irish slash podcast and on that page there's a button where you click record and you fill in your name you can do it on your phone or your computer or your tablet probably and you just ask your question if you can write out your question beforehand so you've a bit of an idea of what you'd like to ask 
And as I always say, the deeper and more philosophical, the better. But I'll welcome all um, questions because I love interacting with people who do listen to this podcast. So there you go. Before I forget it, of course, um, thank you to Tsukumo. They were a group in Japan who recorded the music, which you hear on this podcast. They, I don't know the guys, but they were obviously expressing their love for the Irish rhythm of life. Um, picking up those tunes in Japan and belting it out. They put it out on SoundCloud. They agreed to share it under Creative Commons license. And there you go. They are having an effect on the world uh, week after week with the music they recorded five or ten years ago. So there you go. Um, I hope this um, podcast had a good effect on you. And as always, come to bitesize.irish and connect with us. Check out the latest content we've put out. And you can even leave a reply to your uh, to the show notes page, which you'll find at the podcast page um, on bitesize.irish. So until the next time, togabugge, take it easy on yourself. And agus slán gafól. <laughs>